0: I'm Jenny Thomas and I'm her friend, Ellie David. We decided to create a podcast that embodies what you would talk about with your closest friends.
1: So sit back and relax and put your headphones in
0: because you're listening to the Honestly Unfiltered podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Honestly Unfiltered. Today we have with us Nick Green. Nick is a content creator and entrepreneur who came into his prominence on his Grim Green YouTube channel. He records videos about vaping, e-cigarettes, and tobacco harm reduction for more than 390,000 subscribers. He shares similar content on his Instagram account, Grim Green. G R I M M G R E E N. He's a longtime musician and a very prominent figure in the anti smoking community. Ellie and I look forward to picking his brain today about the misconceptions regarding electronic cigarettes and the more familiar jewel products. Please welcome to the podcast, Nick Green. My name's Jenny. This is Ellie, and we are both former smokers. Mm-hmm. Mm. Back about 10 years ago, I opened an electronic cigarette store with my brother. We were open for about three, four years until competition came to the area and regulations and it all became hazy. So then we basically sold our store to sure. a local competitor. And it's a product that we both believe in vehemently. Yeah, It's, um, but we were Us and a close friend of ours, were all smokers that we never thought would stop smoking. My dad died of lung cancer. I'm sorry to hear that. It's um, definitely, I know that you're an advocate and you're involved with CASA. We figured we'd like to, you know, give our listeners a little more insight on what's going on. Yeah, sure, sure.
0: So a big thing for us is the misinformation. Um, The podcast that we did covering it following watching Dope Sick, Mm Um, really, really did, I felt, you know, kind of lined up side by side a little bit, you know, and just, you know, the big tobacco in this country really gunning for the vaping industry for reasons that we all know, sure, you know, sure. um, but a lot of people don't and they're scared of them and they're, they're targeting, oh, they're coming for right. your kids. <laughs> and I've said very many, I've said many, many times, I would rather see my kid with a vape. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want them to vape. I don't want them to smoke. So. But I a million times would rather see them with a vape than a cigarette, or a vape instead of i um, I've talked about energy drinks. Oh yeah, you know
2: yeah, they're terrible really bad. for
0: kids, and nobody's saying no, a thing. No. You know, so it's like yeah. somebody like you that's really on the yeah. ground, you know, fighting. That's that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, your your knowledge and experience of the of it's the been, you know the big Yeah, wigs. it's been.
2: I mean, look, it's been a. It's, I've been doing this for. I mean roughly 13 years. I quit 13 years ago. And that's when I started my YouTube is when I quit. I went, this is great. I should tell people about this. And then I just got on YouTube. And I was tell everybody about this, tell everybody about vaping and you quit so easy. So it's, it's been 13 years, but really about mm, eight to nine years of real, like being involved boots on the ground, like advocacy and activism and organizing and, and trying to I don't know, carve a path or make a path for the independent vapor industry in the United States of America. You know, that service, you know, vape shops. I'm assuming that that's where you went to get your things was like at a vape shop. You ran a vape shop. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. vape shops in their heyday uh, before FDA came and closed a lot of them were, I mean, they were converting people that smoked by the hundreds. I mean, weekly. Smoking was just mm-hmm. disappearing, and it was just these little mom and pop vape shops that popped up and started selling some Chinese products, and people went, "Oh, this works." The market was the ultimate yeah. test, you know, uh, for for vaping, for for getting people to quit smoking, and it's been, I mean, it's it feels like it's been uh, nothing but uh, an uphill battle since the very beginning. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what it feels like to me, and there's times throughout the years where you think maybe we're turning a corner or maybe something's going to happen this, that, and then other news, or we get news out of the UK that's very positive And maybe that'll help uh, change public perception over here. But um, this, the Hill just seems to keep getting steeper, <laughs> 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 like continuously, continuously. And, and my, my, my first real, like, uh, I don't know, being radicalized into it, I guess was in 2010 uh, California was set to just ban vaping. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's flavored, tobacco, doesn't matter, we're gonna ban vaping. Um, I made a YouTube video about it and said, hey, I wonder if there's anything we can do in California. There wasn't a CASA back then, there wasn't any advocacy organizations back then. Uh, so nothing really happened. It got to the governor's desk and thankfully he vetoed it. And then after that moment, I saw how quickly they could have just banned this in California had we not had the governor at the time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I'm going to have to defend this now as long as I like like as long as I keep going, as long as I'm promoting this, I'm going to have to be defending it as well. And I kind of wasn't expecting that much of an uphill battle. Wow. I honestly thought people would be stoked on it. Quitting smoking. It's amazing. Me too. Yeah. Right.
0: Absolutely. It's incredible. I mean, I had said for years and years, I had smoked since I, I've i been smoke-free for six years. Mm. Um,
2: That's great. Thank you. That's I'm awesome. A, it is great. Congratulations. <laughs> and yeah.
0: I am a smoker. I was a heavy, heavy smoker, chain smoker, two packs what a were day you at least. Two packs a day, yeah. At least. And if I was drinking, forget it. It was over. And <laughs> yeah, I started gone. smoking when I was about... I think I tried my first cigarette around 13. I didn't become a heavy smoker right away, but a couple years, it was just a couple years. I mean, I think by 16, I was a pretty heavy smoker.
2: Yeah. Um, It doesn't take long.
0: And I had always said for years, like if there was something, you know, I needed something that would mimic it, that would, that would give me that hand to mouth, you know, the whole bit. And when they finally came out, I still didn't jump on, on board because that little <laughs> yeah. smoking addict in me was you know, not ready to let go but my my father-in-law sure. had multiple um, strokes and um, open heart surgery, heart attack, massive heart attack but he survived yeah. he's passed away now but um, at mm-hmm. the time it was so traumatic to my husband who was also a heavy smoker and yeah. he said that's it, I'm done, I want us to start vaping so I said okay I've got your back <laughs> I'm coming <laughs> So Adam. Yeah. Sh- well,
2: you know, it's easier with a teammate.
0: Yeah. No, totally. He yeah. started, and about a month later, he's like, "Are you going to try it?"
2: And yeah. I'm
0: like, "You know what? Okay." So I tried it for 24 hours. I didn't have a cigarette for 24 hours. I did not think what, that what was, was possible.
2: The, what was the first thing you tried?
0: Um, do you, you remember it's the off- same, offhand? It's the same one. Oh, the, the like the amount like of The nicotine? first little
2: e cig you tried, or yeah, it's pretty. What, much do you remember the what it was?
0: Same one I'm using now.
1: Oh, okay. Awesome.
0: I which one I'm using now, but it looks like this.
1: She has no idea her husband does. Oh before. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does <laughs> kind of I don't know what the I'll hell.
0: I'm Tell doing. you
2: what you got there. You got a you got something from Geek Vape. That's an Aegis. Yeah. It's a great device, and uh, it looks like you have an Aspire Nautilus Mini on top, which is a great yes. little mouth to lung little tank with a coil head inside. My brother's used one for probably <laughs> the same amount of time, five six years now. Yeah, no,
0: this is. I like the way it feels. I can hold it. Doesn't hurt my hands. Nothing. Yep. My husband pretty much uses the same thing. Um, and we found mm-hmm. a little mom and pop. I was, like I said, I went 24 hours without a cigarette, thought it was a miracle. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. And I, that's it. Yeah. I never went back. It feels
2: like a miracle.
0: It does. And yeah. 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 It,
2: it's the most empowering feeling I, I remember in like recent memory that, that first like day where you're like, I didn't have a cigarette today. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have a cigarette today. It's incredible. I might not have a cigarette tomorrow. You know, it feels great. It, it, yeah. It, that's an unbelievable oh. feeling. Yeah. You don't smell like it.
0: I, I yeah. was using an inhaler every morning when I wow. woke up. I My lungs would not function properly until I used an inhaler. Yeah. That's no more. I mean, it, it's yeah. it, my lungs, I know they have repaired so much. I'm sure there's damage mm-hmm. that's, you know, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's incredible.
2: Yeah, it's an unbelievable feeling. And honestly, it, it, it all the science says that you're just going to start feeling better and better and better and better and better and better and better. There was a, a, a five-year study done, a three-year study, and then a five-year study done on people who smoked who had COPD. And over the course of their five years of vaping, uh, the study showed that most of their COPD symptoms were relieved, ameliorated, and that those benefits appear to last long-term as long as they don't smoke cigarettes. And I thought... Are you telling me that over enough time, vaping could just reverse your COPD? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a miracle product.
0: <laughs> well, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not smoking cigarettes. Right. And this it's misinformation not combustion. of the product is somehow harming you. Listen, there's there's nothing in these. I mean, Jen, you're, there's way three, more it's, knowledgeable. It's, it's,
1: it's three, it's literally three components nicotine, sure. yep. vegetable glycerin, or propylene glycol, yep. and f- flavoring.
2: Yeah, flavoring. All, I mean, all food grade generally recognized as safe. It has a designation, the GRS, uh, GRAS designations generally recognized as safe. Um, there's been, I mean, when people talk about, well, we don't have long-term, you know, well, we still don't know long-term, long-term. Sure, you might quit smoking now with this, but stick with that for a few years. Long-term, you don't know. <laughs> I mean, vaping has been prolifically used worldwide for close to 15 years now yeah millions upon millions upon millions of users worldwide zero deaths attributed to vaping right i mean it's i know it's not in a clinical setting and it's purely (laughs) anecdotal but we've kind of done this science experiment already when they hit the market and everybody just flocked to them
1: yeah especially when you think of there's been so many diet pill products that have been out and they'll be mm-hmm. out five years and then they pe- people are dropping off with heart attacks and things mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so you know right off the bat, no, there weren't any studies done, but there's a consumer report done on yeah, it yeah. that you can tell.
2: Well, and that's, you know, that's because supplements like that are regulated completely differently. They don't have to go through any of the uh, – you know, PMTA, FDA process. They just have to uh, uh, do a application to be a supplement and you just go on the market. You go, okay, you can sell this on the market now. Tell us what's in it. It's a supplement. You're you're, cool. You're on the market. There doesn't need to be any science or long-term studies or anything done like that with supplements. Which
0: is insane. Which is honestly
2: kind of, yeah. it's kind of insane.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's kind
2: of insane. They basically set up like good manufacturing processes and I think this is what should honestly be done with vaping in the vape industry and it's the same thing, that happens in alcohol industry if you're brewing beer you have to maintain a certain clean level facility and, and meet regulation requirements and make sure that all of the lethal brew beer that you're brewing which causes you know untold seven different types of cancer and you know car accidents and drunk driving accidents. It's purely meant to intoxicate. Yeah, heart disease, all of these horrible things. Making sure this lethal product you're producing, you're doing it in the safest way possible so that the consumer isn't getting anything that's contaminated or, you know, with foreign matter in it. It's just safe manufacturing processes. That's all that needs to be applied with vaping. And away we go with the market and everybody quits smoking.
1: Right. Right. Now, because especially since, and I know you're involved in it, CBD's not regulated, correct? Or, or Kratom? Uh, or no, yeah. Delta those all A- kind of exist in yeah.
2: similar-ish, black-ish, gray-ish markets. Uh, the, the, I mean, the similar amount of misinformation around Kratom, uh, also exists. Mm-hmm. And people get scared of, of Kratom despite, you know, I, I've personally talked to, uh, veterans who use Kratom for, for their mood and for their PTSD. And they swear by it and say, and you know, I believe them. I take, I take it for their word, you know? Um, but it, things like Kratom, things like vaping, even things like Uber disrupt mm-hmm. the, the status quo. They, they disrupt things yeah. and billion dollar industries like the tobacco industry and the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, I, I'm not trying to sound like I'm wearing a tinfoil hat or anything. They clearly don't like their revenue streams being interrupted by people quitting smoking. Absolutely. Right. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, there's with that. just no. literally there's no I'm totally way around with it.
0: That.
2: Big Tobacco waited too long uh, to get into vaping. They had tried a few times in the, I, I guess this was like the mid 2000s. They had a few cruddy products out on the market and and they were just terrible, terrible products. And so the only way that Big Tobacco could get into the market was to have an already successful product. Welcome to Altria buying 35% of Juul. Mm -hmm. And that's how Big Tobacco decided to get into the market. Yeah, And that was when I think everything literally went sideways. As soon as Big Tobacco dipped into the vaping market, I think it changed everything because... Nobody trusts big tobacco. No. <laughs> no. Nobody does. Nobody trusts big tobacco. Even ex-smokers will derive big tobacco, you know. I don't I'm not a fan of I didn't like giving them my money for decades, you know, mm-hmm. to ki- to slowly kill me like you know. F big tobacco, but people dislike big tobacco so much that they're not willing to see that Philip Morris International is really investing in tobacco harm reduction and vaping products. They plan to stop selling cigarettes by 2030 or 2035 or something like that. I mean, I think that's a really big deal. If a big tobacco company is going to say we're going to stop selling cigarettes, I think that's a a really big deal. But I don't think it's like we can't let big tobacco do anything good. It's like you guys are always supposed to be the bad guy. I don't care if you're investing in harm reduction. I don't care if you say you want to stop killing your customers. I don't care if you (laughs) want to stop selling cigarettes. You're supposed to be the bad guy. And that's where, unfortunately, people associate vaping, big tobacco, coming after your kids.
1: If the kids weren't vaping, they'd be smoking because they'd be doing something. Yeah. It's the, the, the argument that I hate is that, oh, well, teen smoking is at an all time low. And now we here come the vape vapors. Well, that's the reason that they're not smoking is because they're vaping. The kids are kids. They're going to do one or the other. That's bad for you.
2: We should honestly be. I don't want any youth me smoking cigarettes or vaping. Of course not. Yeah. With that said, I started smoking in 7th grade. Yeah. yeah. So I was a 13 I was a kid. I look at a 13-year-old now and I'm like you are an infant.
0: Yeah.
2: You, you I need to protect you from the world, but in reality, I was smoking at that age. You yeah,
1: know?
0: me too.
2: It's like we forget what it's like to be 13 years old and you're absolutely right. We should honestly be saying good job. You chose the less harmful option. Mhm you know you you didn't go with combustibles you made the good choice and chose the less harmful option and now like you said youth cigarette smoking numbers are the lowest ever yeah since the beginning of america they're the lowest yeah
0: now my thought has been that big tobacco are the ones that are really trying to derail vaping now other than what you just pointed out about philip morris what's your thoughts on that
2: yeah, you know, big tobacco is such a hard. I don't know. Big tobacco is kind of an enigma to me. At the end of the day, big tobacco is just a big billion-dollar company, you know, and they have lots of different revenue streams. And a part of me wants to believe that Altria does want to stop smelt selling cigarettes, and they do want to invest in tobacco harm reduction. But I, I think they're begrudgingly doing it. Because they know that that's the future. Mm -hmm. And they know that people just aren't gonna buy cigarettes anymore. So their bread and butter of the last century is dwindling down. Tobacco cigarette sales are, you know, all time lows. Youth smoking, all time lows. Adult smoking, all time lows. Vaping is clearly the future. And I think Big Tobacco doesn't care. I don't think they have like a, I think they just wanna make money. Right. if, If they can make money selling vapor products, And if they can be the, not singular vapor product on the market, but sort of the FDA-approved vapor product on the market, Mm -hmm. that's how they're going to make money. And I think in order to get there, uh, they, I mean, this isn't a secret or anything like that. Big Tobacco and Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids and FDA work together all the time on regulations and legislation and things like this. And so when the PMTA regulations came out in 2016, anybody reading them could tell these were clearly catered to Big Tobacco. These regulations removed Big Tobacco's competition from the market. Big Tobacco will be able to get a PMTA in. Big Tobacco will be able to have a legal vapor product on the market with no competition. That's what I watched happen. Right. So I don't know if it was big tobacco necessarily saying, hey, we got to get rid of all this competition. You guys should really write these regulations to cater to us. Or if it was FDA saying, hey, do you want us to rid the market of this competition and we'll write these regulations that mm. cater directly to you since we're so used to working together because you used to sell cigarettes, now we can just continue this relationship with an e-cig. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of watched it happen. So, yeah, That's interesting. So what do you think is in the way currently? Like what is... When you say an uphill battle, you know, what, what are we fighting against?
2: Uh, most of the uphill battle, uh, to me, in my opinion, is uh, the court of public opinion. Okay. Uh, everybody hates vaping. Man, it's tough. And people are, you know, they, they just don't like vaping. They don't trust vaping. It's, uh, you know, at least with cigarettes, it's the devil you know type of thing.
1: You're a hipster if you're vaping. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, you, ethical, it's the thing. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, really, it should be like uh, uh, there's a uh, a guy on Twitter, Charles Gardner, who's the head of Inco, which is the International Consumer Organization of for vapors or something like that. I can't remember the exact acronym, but um, he always talks about why wasn't vaping marketed as like for old people, just <laughs> old farts vaping. No <laughs> youth would have cared, you know, if it was just like forty five year old Uncle Dave. <laughs> sitting with his vape going, I quit smoking with this. No kid would go, I want to, you know, yeah, vaping rules. I love it. He loves it. Forget that, you know, because it is it's for it's for people who've been smoking for a decade, 20 years. It's clearly for adults. And the idea that big tobacco is targeting teens seems like the worst business idea on earth. I don't know why on earth you would target vaping to teens who have no income. Yeah. <laughs> and well they said is the illegal same thing about for them cigarettes, anyway. Didn't
0: they? didn't they say the same thing about cigarettes?
2: Yeah, yeah, cigarette, especially menthol. They still talk about menthol yeah. targeting teens. Yeah. Still.
0: So it was like, you know. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't you know, I, I think that's or, why we wanted to talk about it so much, you know, because yeah. I just it it makes me sad to think that somebody out there is still suffering smoking and and is so scared of this product because of misinformation Mm -hmm. that they're not trying it.
2: Yeah, it kills me. It tears me up to to think about the idea that and I've talked to, I mean, dozens and dozens of people like this that were smoking and or they tried vaping, but they try to cruddy product and got a flavor mm-hmm. they didn't like and they're like I don't like this I'll just go back to smoking yeah. or they were going to try vaping but our own food and drug administration told them that there's heavy metals in it and the you know so they didn't yeah and then they just kept smoking that kills me man yeah that drives me insane because I was a smoker my brother was a smoker like that could be anybody i know who i could help yeah yeah but, but i I can't are you you know? I've,
1: I've known people How? who their doctors have told them they have to mm. stop because the nicotine is what's bad and truthfully it's not nicotine is no stimulant. worse for you it's a stimulant Nicotine's it's actually good. good for parkinson's patients and alzheimer's there and are, uh, so many is good a things adhd is yeah
2: so much yeah so much um So many benefits to nicotine. Yeah. Uh, Unbelievable benefits to nicotine. I mean, there's government data from NIH, from our own national health services, uh, you know, study after study, page after page of the therapeutic benefits of nicotine. Not once do they call it a brain poison. Mm -mm. Not once do they, you know, do they say any, they constantly call it an interesting compound with many therapeutic benefits. It benefits this, it benefits this, it benefits this in your brain. This is all science that's there Mm -hmm. and our government knows it. And nicotine is the it's one of it's the most benign part of cigarette smoking. If it didn't addict you to cigarettes, nobody would care about nicotine.
0: And, you know, I feel like doctors, you know, so and tell me how you feel about this. I feel then like big pharma is a bigger problem than big tobacco because doctors you know, they, you know, they still have the drug reps coming in and, you know, mm-hmm, doing their deal. Mm-hmm. and people stopping smoking is definitely hitting them in the pocket when cancer mm-hmm. rates are dropping and, you know, emphysema, COPD, those things, you know, asthma, all those things. So yeah. it's like the doctors, I don't always trust that they're, you know, not pushing certain things, you know, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I, I, no, look, I agree with you. I agree with you. And, uh, I definitely agree with you Uh, in and amongst my I have a a Patreon that is like a uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a paid area for Mm -hmm. subscribers and fans. And if you pay into it, you kind of get to be part of this little community. And we have a little discord server and it's, it's like a fun group. And I talk to them the most regularly and frequently kind of one on one or in a group setting and stuff like that. And many of them just don't tell their doctor that they vape. I don't. If at, when they're asked if they smoke, they just say nope, yep. nope. I'd say no. Nope. I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah, not and they lie. don't <laughs> acknowledge that. They don't say, "Oh, I switched by vape now." Um, they because they just don't trust their doctor not to be biased. Uh, you know, there was a really unfortunate case in Canada of a a, a teen boy who. Uh, was getting lightheaded, dizzy, falling down—all of these things. They took him to the hospital. The doctor saw vape on him, and said, "Oh, you're vaping." The kid said, "Yeah, I've been vaping." He said, "This is because of vaping."
0: I think I mm. remember.
2: Sent the kid yeah. home. The child had a stroke and died because the symptoms were from the stroke that he was about yeah. to have. Oh my god! And his doctor said, "You have a vape. This is from vaping." Mm. That doctor just did harm. By concluding yeah. that harmless nicotine vaping was making this child fall down, wow, was that, was that like a national breaks my heart story? More than I think
0: else. I remember that story. There's been, few, it was in a, there's few been places. a few. There's okay. uh, a
2: few. Okay. Uh, I I only read a few news outlets. I read Reason magazine and I read Filter magazine, uh, and that's where I get like my political and harm reduction news. <laughs> and it was in, it was featured in Filter magazine. Just destroyed me. That's just destroyed
0: me. Yeah, I don't yeah so that's
2: a very real reality of doctors not understanding this uh, and maybe you know I don't want to go into a doctor and say I- I'm feeling like I have pain right here oh well, do you vape well yeah but oh maybe it's, it's from vaping
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I agree I, know, never I don't want even that thought to happen to me way. I just I just knew that there was going to be some kind of you know that's still smoking I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. From people, no, yeah, yeah. No, you're still smoking. No, I'm not. That infuriates yeah. I'm definitely me. Definitely not. It's like, yeah. do you realize how horrific that was? How yeah. hard it was to quit? I mean, yeah. Because I tried many times to quit.
2: Sure. And oh, yeah. Maybe uh, most, is what most made people it who so smoke do.
0: You know? Yeah. And it's, oh, yeah. That's my yeah. reasoning. But going along with that logic, it's even scarier. I definitely am not going to ever tell. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean,
2: you know, and I'm sure it's different for everybody. If you have a long relationship with a, a physician that you've been going to or whatever, you know, I'm a transplant to Los Angeles. I've only been here a few years, but I have a cardiologist here and an ear, nose and throat doctor here. And I told both of them that I vape and both of them, maybe I just have some woke LA doctors, but they were like, good, cool my cardiologist said, you don't wait, you don't smoke cigarettes. And I said, no, I just vape. He's like, good. Awesome. Great. I told my ear, nose and throat doctor, I had all this irritation going up and down my throat. This is a few years ago. And he's looking down my throat with, you know, (laughs) way down with the camera (laughs) and he's mumbling to me. He's like, used to be a cigarette smoker. I'm like, "Uh aha. He's like, he pulls this thing out. He's like, you can't even tell. I said, Thank you. Wow. Span- yeah. Spectacular. Yeah, you're definitely you. in
0: woke L.A., okay? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're in, in Satan's belly in Florida, okay? So <laughs> I can tell you. Well, look,
2: I, you know, the one thing I'll say about Florida is uh, I don't care much for Ron DeSantis. I don't mean to trash your... your oh, governor, no, we like don't that. either. But
0: trash away. <laughs>
1: Please, Sam.
2: He made uh, some really good choices about vaping, man. Oh. He uh, he, sh- yeah. he struck down flavor bands. Uh, he let... <laughs> Vape shops remain open. Yeah. Um, vaping is booming, booming in Florida. Vape mm-hmm. shops oh, yeah. galore. And
0: it's money. You know, it's kind of, to me, it's like legalizing marijuana, which I'm so oh, exactly. for it. And I, yep. and I don't smoke. But I have sure, been an sure. a, a, a advocate for that for years. Like you were mentioning earlier about alcohol. It's like, this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous yeah. that we have people in prison for it. Don't even get yep. me started it's ridiculous that we can't use this plant that is right. I mean, yeah. the studies are overwhelming yeah. of what it can do. Overwhelming. But it's also ridiculous because the money that it can bring in and, yeah. and the <laughs> yeah. states that were smart enough to do it, there's proof. Everybody can see yeah. what's happening and they're still not, it's just ridiculous to me. Yeah.
2: But I mean, the only, I think he it's probably saw argument, the money, you
0: know? you know, in vaping too. Yeah, Florida, you know, and the Definitely. benefit. Definitely.
2: Definitely. It's a, and it's a big moneymaker. The The Americans for Tax Reform, uh, they've done m- multiple articles and studies about here's the tax revenue that vaping was making in Ohio. And in Texas, it brought in XYZ millions of dollars of tax revenue. And Oregon, XYZ million dollars of tax revenue. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's big. It's, it's big business. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's good. I mean, that's going to make it more accessible to people, you know absolutely people often talk about like oh big tobacco is just trying to make money it's like well yeah i mean every, every business is just trying to make money yeah that's capitalism
1: mm-hmm. yeah true
2: <laughs> that's why we have real cheap flat screen tvs now
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah where do you think what do you think's gonna happen with jewel where are they gonna go with that if it's they're really gonna are they really gonna pull it
2: uh, no, I don't think. I we mean, have some
1: vested interests here. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: they, uh, what happened with Juul, what I believe happened with Juul, I think was just uh, a charade. I think it was just pure spectacle. Yeah. Um, because the FDA knows they can't just ban Juul. You know, if someone has their science together for a PMTA, it's going to be Altria. It's going to yeah. be Juul. Every yeah. dot, every I was dotted, every T was crossed. I'm sure their science was flawless. So FDA says, nope, we're not going to approve Juul. Uh, immediately, Juul gets a judge to rescind the MDO so that they can remain on the market. But then before that can even take effect, FDA says, oh, no, we're going to take it back under review. Mm. Sorry, we we maybe we missed some things. We're going to take yeah. this back under review. And so what I think FDA is attempting to do is... Score political points because FDA has been under fire relentlessly from f- few members of Congress. Uh, Durbin uh, and Rajah are, are the two most outspoken uh, anti-vapers, and they're they've been laying into FDA. Why haven't you banned these yet? Why haven't you banned these yet? Why haven't you banned these yet? FDA, if they say, well, we're going to approve Juul, that will destroy Congress, right? And put fda in a ton more hot water than they already are yeah but if they deny jewel and jewel gets a judge to force them back on the market fda can kind of say oh judge we tried to we tried to ban it congress but a judge forced us to approve it onto the market it's out of our hands i think they're trying to wash their hands with it with it and not upset congress and not upset their funding
1: yeah of course
2: and say that they were forced (laughs) by a judge rather than just approving it based on the science, which is what they should be doing.
1: Well, the amount... What's the ridiculous thing is the amount of money that these applications cost to be reviewed, and so many are being rejected after these poor companies are putting forth all of the money. Mm.
2: Yeah. Uh, It it was really heartbreaking. There was some recent uh, pretty good news about that, though. There was... uh, Three, uh, I believe it was six of the companies that had their PMTAs denied, so they got an MDO, which is a marketing denial order, basically mm-hmm. FDA saying, no, nah, you can't sell this in the U.S., take it off the market. Uh, they turned around and filed lawsuits almost immediately after getting these MDOs, and six companies recently won their lawsuits, and the judge said that FDA's actions were arbitrary and capricious, and accused FDA of moving the goalposts to prevent these companies from being on the market. Wow. And so this is a really big deal and it sets a precedent for a lot of other open vapor, uh, you know, products, things like tanks and liquids, yeah, open liquids, not necessarily pods. Right. And so now these six companies can stay on the market uh, possibly up until 2025 when their PMTA will come back under review. And that's kind of a really big deal. That's yeah. that's six big e liquid manufacturers still supplying e liquid to vape shops in the U S. now. Yeah. And, and I think that's good, and it sets a precedent, and kind of shows that other, you know, uh, sort of smaller, what we call open vapor with e liquid bottles.
1: Yeah, that's what I use.
2: It, yeah. Yeah. That's what I use too. It's what the majority yeah. of uh, of adults, <laughs> adult ex smokers use. There is no history of youth use ever. With a bottle of e-liquid or, uh, you know, a big device with a giant RTA on top. Zero history of youth use. Right. Um,
0: yeah. Zero. No. I never thought Zero. about it, but yeah, they
1: don't. Even up in no. New York yeah. where I have family, they laugh when they see mine, even though it's little now. That they, um, because they're <laughs> when they see someone like this, they're like, oh, she's from Florida. She's got a, one of those big old rigs. You know, she's yeah. not using a jewel. Yeah.
0: Or you're old. I mean, the younger ones just look at you. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Old lady, what do you use? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bite me, kid. Exactly. Shit. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm an actual warrior. I actually smoke cigarettes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I've been through it. Yeah. I win. Yeah. I win. Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. I don't think about that. Yeah.
2: There was no youth use. And uh, I mean, even with pods, you can, the CDC's own data, the National Youth Tobacco Survey data, the one, the big one, where we ask, a hundred thousand kids, all these questions about tobacco, vaping, nicotine, smoking habits, all this stuff. For the last two years, since twenty nineteen, all of twenty twenty, all of twenty twenty one, youth vaping's down over sixty percent. Mm-hmm. It's lower now than it's ever been. Ever. Yeah. Lower now than when it was declared an epidemic, which it was even pretty low back then. It's even lower now. And yeah, I
0: don't I'm sorry, I didn't mean to It's cut just you on, what the data yeah. says. I have we have teenagers. I mean, yeah. I've been swimming in teenagers for years. My oldest is almost 25, okay? Youngest oh, nice. is 16. Yeah. And you know, I don't see, you know, I kept seeing these statistics and not really legitimate statistics, but it was like hysteria. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't get it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not seeing this like you're painting it.
2: It's interesting the it's true because what FDA and CDC do, they don't just gather the facts and go, okay, America, here's all the facts. Yeah. Here they are. <laughs> Look at them. One, there two, three, go. four through 10. Here's mm-hmm. all the facts. We want to make the best decision for your health. Here's all the facts. What we get from FDA and CDC is very specific targeted messaging. Mm-hmm. If, we, if the message is we want kids scared of vaping, here's how we scare kids from vaping. Not here's the relative risks of vaping compared to smoking and make your own health decisions. It's how do we scare kids about vaping? So we get like this targeted messaging. And it's interesting to watch FDA over the last few years because over the last few years, no matter where vaping goes, it's always skyrocketing. Mm. (laughs) It's been skyrocketing for a few years now, despite the data consistently showing less and less vapors. And you can even look on the CDC or on the FDA press releases over the years, the numbers of vapors, it goes from 5 million youth vapors Skyrockets the next year to three million youth vapors. (laughs) Skyrockets the next year to two million youth vapors. Skyrockets the next year to, you know, 150 million youth vapors or, uh, you know, not 150 million, 500,000 youth vapors. The numbers continuously go down, but they're somehow always skyrocketing. It's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's bonkers. Good wording.
0: Kids don't like smoking. Kids Kids don't this, like smoking. Apparently, they don't like vaping. coming either. up behind us, they're not fans of this. No, they're not. Like, no. They tried vaping because they hate cigarettes. They think you're mm-hmm. like a piece of crap if you smoke. I mean, mm-hmm. they're mean about it. like. I completely agree. I, and I love that. I love it. I yeah. mean, it's like, they, I don't know. There's definitely been messaging out there. You know, we've seen, I think some of it really worked. You know, these, the, the commercials that they see with, you know, grandma holding this up, blah, 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 yeah. you know, yeah. like I yeah. think it was really <laughs> working, you yeah. know. And, and I think just seeing so many of their loved ones with cancer. Yes. I, I know my kids definitely, they've dealt with so much of that in their mm-hmm. life. This one has cancer, this one has cancer, this one. And we know it's not just smoking that's causing cancer. There's right, tons right, of things right. that are, but it was a huge problem. Yeah. And I don't know. There's a combo of things, but yeah. they're not about it. And the ones that vape, it's normally like kind of just a cool thing, like, oh, I've got one.
2: It's definitely it's, uh it, you know, fa- it's it, definitely a fad. Uh, I, yes. I would I would even go so far as to call youth vaping a fad, seeing how fast it dropped. I knew youth vaping was gonna drop, but 60 over 60 percent in two years is astonishing that's how which, quickly kids got fit got rid of like fidget spinners yeah like, and that's like, crazy yeah. fast
0: and it speaks volumes to how less addictive vaping is so much so less. if it's mm-hmm. just the nicotine right bs which we know is not true right it's not what's in cigarettes that's the most addictive are all the other it's all the other so crap many chemicals so many maois yeah.
2: in there it's crazy They're able to pick
0: it up and drop it like it's nothing. And we couldn't with cigarettes. I can
2: go all day
1: in the office when I'm in the office without vaping. And Mm -hmm. uh, when I smoke cigarettes, no.
0: Yeah,
2: no, no, not a chance. No, I was running, running to the break area. Exactly. (laughs) Running. And there's
1: (laughs) There's still, go ahead, Jim. No, it was so bad. I worked for a medical facility years and years and years ago. It was so bad amongst the nurses who smoked that in our facility that they made a rule that you had to clock out to go smoke because so many people were always going out to smoke. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's interesting when you see nurses smoking or you see health people smoking. Yeah. And this, I think that speaks more, not so much like to the menacing nature of cigarettes that it's so addictive for you. It, it is. Sure. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would call a nicotine outside of cigarettes necessarily an addiction so much as I would call it a dependence or a habit. mm hmm mm-hmm. People generally, when they get exposed to nicotine, they keep using it because they enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the me way too. nicotine makes me feel, think, everything. Me too. I function better with it. The me same too. way a lot of people function better with caffeine in their system every morning and every afternoon. It's it's really no different. You like the effects of caffeine. You wouldn't say you have a caffeine addiction. True. For there to be like an addiction, there needs to be... Uh, like repeated physical harm so you're addicted to something despite the known harms of it
0: well i will say coming off of okay so if you're a heavy caffeine person let's say you know mm-hmm. you, you've got to have that coffee every day i do drink coffee mm-hmm. but if you try to stop drinking caffeine abruptly, headaches yep you're <laughs> yep. gonna have symptoms Yep. Whereas withdrawal with nicotine symptoms. if i'm not vaping i'm not noticing like I don't go necessarily days without vaping. Right. But I can tell you when I, like you said, Jenny, when I would go, you know, a whole full work day without smoking, I was feeling it. Yeah.
2: hundred percent.
0: It's not like that with the vaping Mm -mm. for me, for me, it's not.
2: No. And it's usually not. I mean, I can't say usually not, but
0: does it seem like
2: it's really like that for anybody?
0: No, no. You
2: know, Mm -mm. it's always easier to go longer stretches without vaping. I remember the first plane flight I took Uh, When I had switched to vaping, was just like a breeze. I was like, "What was that? Four hours, easy." I'll go wait. I'll get my luggage. Then I'll go outside and vape. Like I didn't feel like I was going to claw my eyeballs out or (laughs) anything. It was was incredible.
0: Yeah, it's incredible. Such all those moments that I'm glad you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. Those things that you you catch yourself doing, and you're like, and I'll say to my husband, like I said, it's been six years, and we'll be. um, Where was the most recent? We were at some event for the kids or something. And we, it was hours. I think it was um, my daughter's high school graduation and it was hell and it was hot and it was outside. I don't know what the hell they're thinking in Florida, you know,
2: crazy humidity.
0: God. But, you know, we were done and we were like, okay, we survived. And he's like, do you remember when we were smoking? This would have been the worst hell. <laughs> I'm like, yes, everything was hell. Everything. We couldn't yeah. get to a soccer game. We're like, Jesus Christ. And, you yep. know, the shame of it, too. And especially if you're doing something with your yep. kids. Going out for like, cigarettes. You oh, to yeah. You, smoking, you know? Yep. It was hell. Yeah. yeah. Hell. No, but in yeah. all
1: fairness, Justin gets off on vaping wherever he can, even if he's not supposed
0: to. Listen, my <laughs> yeah. husband. Yeah. We'll okay when <laughs> we started, when we decided to. It's hysterical. To do this, He's ridiculous. He falls asleep with the damn thing like on his chest, mm-hmm. like right here. So, but it was funny because when we started, my whole thing was, okay, I'm only going to vape where where I would smoke. Sure. We didn't smoke in our house. We oh. only smoke like I have a lanai outside. Yeah. That's
2: the first rule that changed for me.
0: Oh my that god. That lasted about a week for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It lasted I actually did it for a while. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this. Yeah. Not anymore. But my husband, he was like smoking in the bed, smoking in the restaurant, smoking. Sure. I'm like, you didn't do this before. <laughs> He's like, but I can now.
2: Yep. That was one of the first things. Honestly, one of the first things I noticed was uh, I, I was able to watch a whole movie. Yeah. You know, there wasn't that mm-hmm. like inevitable hour break where I turn to my brother and go, you want to go outside and have a cigarette? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can just sit and watch the whole movie. We're just vaping. It's great.
0: Not to mention the money. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. The money my husband and I were spending on cigarettes. I, I remember in the early days, you know, like literally being like, Oh my God, we have like six or seven hundred dollars surplus. Yeah. We got a surplus month. this month. Like that's insane. <laughs> like and you just kind of were doing it because it was it was not even a conversation. It was just part of the budget. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing no conversation. This is our cigarette allowance. It's like, that's it. You know? Yeah. And we were both going through a carton a week easily, yeah, if not week. more. If not more. That's so, a lot of cigarettes. It was out of control. So many out cigarettes. Of
2: yeah. Well, and that's the thing with vaping. I mean, you could get one or two devices that you like, a, a tank or two. You've been using the same one for five years now. Mm-hmm. So your only repeating cost is bottles of e-liquid. Yeah. Which... You know, depending on your nicotine level, you could make last as little or as much as you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, vaping is really the ultimate. There's just so many different ways to vape and so many different flavors and so many different nicotine strengths and so many and like different nicotine types that it can it can literally be for anyone. Any way mm-hmm. that you want to vape, any flavor you want. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, And what works for you might not work for you, but vaping worked for both of you despite using, you know, this guy uses 300-watt big stack tube <laughs> mech. This person uses a pod. It's both vaping. They both quit. Yeah. <laughs> but the yeah. variety of it, you know, I think that's a big deal.
0: Absolutely. Oh. And, Jenny, you – oh, go ahead. No, go what were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say he brought up a good point because you've talked about that with your store where how far the products have come mm-hmm. and oh, the yeah. actual – tanks and you know all of that stuff
1: yeah when i had the store to get a tank like this you couldn't that gave you that much power i had to use a coil make my own coil and do the whole drip thing and yeah Mm -hmm.
2: yeah i mean vaping really came a long way really quickly it was innovated forward really quickly by consumers i remember starting i got my first e-cig in 2009 I joined the ECF forum, which was the electronic cigarette forum at Me the time. Too. Yeah, And uh, it was just all suddenly you were talking to people like you. Mm-hmm. Someone who had just quit smoking, who just got this thing, who maybe might isn't quite sure how to use it. But now you can talk to somebody about it. You know, yeah. what do you do with your atomizer? Oh, you do the thing. You pull the bridge out. I should try that. We were trying to help each other get better and better vapes and better and better vapes and well now we have a battery problem how do we do that oh we take a we take a, a flashlight we modify it yeah. so you can put a bigger battery in there yeah. and we got these flashlight mods <laughs> We, well, okay. we solved the battery yes. problem. My you know? hat's
0: off to you <laughs> pioneers. We just we, we tried to do it for each other, you know? I don't know if I would have it's survived sh- that. I know. My, hus- my husband probably would have really enjoyed that. How
1: about the Altoid box? Guy. The Altoid a, box mods.
2: I mean, it was honestly a draw for a lot of people. Yeah. The, like the fiddly, hobbyist type of people. Yeah. To, to be able to get into this and go, oh, I can take my own wire and build my own coils. Mm-hmm. And it involves screws and screwdrivers wow. and O-rings. And you're building stuff and you're fiddling oh. and you're constructing. And you're like... Some of these, I mean, the amount of vape products I've seen in my life from simple little pods, from simple little nothing pods to thousand dollar plus high end rebuildable tank atomizers that are made 200 at a time by one guy in Germany, you know, with tons of adjustable airflow and all of these bells and whistles for dialing in your vape. And you can use mesh as a wick and you can do all this stuff. It's all vaping. You know
1: yeah or but even it, the liquids that you came from these little companies that you yeah we would we would wait and like uh, and uh, getting our basically our virtual line to try to get 50 bottles for our store of jimmy the sure. juice man which is now <laughs> commercial and i've yep. seen several stores down here
2: yeah 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 yep. wow to Same get the creme brulee lique- In yeah. fact, for a while i mean this is going way back in the time machine but throughout most of 2009 and 2010 of our e-liquids came from China. Mm -hmm. And it was just 100% PG e-liquids in awful flavors. Yes. Just the worst stuff you've ever tasted. I ordered, I remember ordering Dr. Pepper and I said, oh, this tastes like flowers. Yeah, (laughs) You know, this tastes like (laughs) potpourri. This is horrific. And so it wasn't even until late 2010 that the first american e-liquid manufacturer e-liquid planet popped up and said we're making like we're making liquids in the states here's where you order them mm-hmm. and it was like everybody was just american made e-liquid and it was so much better and we used pg and vg and made the c- viscosity different we used higher grade nicotine and like we innovated almost every aspect of this from atomizers and batteries and liquids we it was like a real honest grassroots like advancement of this technology it was it was amazing to behold it was amazing to, to watch
1: i used to love going to the vape shows yeah. because i you'd leave with a bag of goodies for free mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. all these different liquids and all these you'd see all these products and you try mm-hmm. them and you'd see what was out there it was so cool and then you talk to people of course and everyone's the, the room is filled with clouds because yeah, everyone's clouds. vaping and everybody's
2: stoked <laughs> yep you know? yeah yeah yeah, it's great. Yeah, vape shows, uh, I really do miss a lot. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was really great about vape shows is you could go there, and you you already have something in common with everybody in the room, you know? Yes, you do. You're yeah. all kind of on the same team suddenly, and you know that you could talk to the guy next to you who's trying the same liquid, and he'll tell you a similar story that you'll tell him about quitting smoking with vaping, and you guys will have this little like bonding experience. Yeah. And everybody has this, like, I don't know, felt very – communal it did because we had all had this like shared quitting experience and we felt like so liberated mm-hmm. by flavored vaping
1: <laughs>
2: you know it's an indescribable it's a, it's a good feeling
1: do you think they're going to come for the flavors what are, What are your thoughts on that yeah well I, I, I really worry about that one i i use my gold go-to is usually a menthol but i do like sure. the flavors
2: yeah yeah. See, um, I don't
0: touch the flavors. I only use I've used the same exact one. What
2: flavor have you used?
0: Seven seven leaf. It's like
1: a and it's like so a tobacco flavor. Oh
2: yeah, it's yeah. It's supposed
0: to be like a a, a marble light, which sure. is what I smoke. Sure. And it's it gross.
1: Really, it's disgusting.
0: It has no <laughs> flavor. Yeah. Like I don't taste anything. And and everybody that's tried it, like I don't even know I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't taste it at all. Well, but it, when it, I've tried flavors, I'm like who
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and look, stick with what works. It's the same way. Like, flavors, like finding the flavor that is just hits with you, and you go, yes, this is the flavor that can get me off of cigarettes. And this is the flavor that, you know,
0: yeah, that's, that's a, what it was. That's a huge
2: deal. And it's mm-hmm. a bigger deal. It, it's harder than people realize. And. When that flavor suddenly ripped away from you, oh yeah, you feel lost. You do. You know, well, you're I'm like, well, what am I going to vape time? now? What am I going to have to vape? You know, this fucking bakery flavor that I hate is I've terrible. Had several. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Flavors are such a hard, uh, a really hard call right now because I mean, I don't know. They're gonna. It's the hardest sell in vaping is flavors. That flavors are important and that flavors yeah. matter.
0: Why are they coming for the flavors? What's the because issue? The,
2: the kids. Oh, well, flavors attract kids. Yeah. Only kids only like thing? flavors. That's the that's the, that's the only I'm, reason I'm for flavors. I'm flavor. the unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean. Yeah, I yeah. swear
0: to God, I have never met another vapor. Now my husband's the same as me. He did try some flavors, but he always came right back to the seven leaf. But mm-hmm. I, every vapor I meet is huge with the flavors. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am too weird. I
2: like it. Uh I when I first got into vaping, I wasn't so fascinated like the hardware side of it was always fun and interesting to see new products and new mods or new RDAs and things like this and but I was always more like swept up by the the the, the e-liquid mixing flavors mm-hmm. side of it because you can mix liquids that are just like flavors that might not exist elsewhere in the world yeah you could have an e-liquid flavor of it and you can have like i've tasted some just really rich complex e-liquids i'm not sure if you guys uh, are familiar with the five ponds Mm. oh i love them yeah we sold
1: them in our store
2: Five Ponds was like a, a kind of a high-ish, hoity-toity, a little bit of a hoity-toity e-liquid, you know. But it had
1: such a good flavor profile. But it
2: was so delicious. Yeah. And they 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 like, they aged their liquids in bourbon yes. barrels and, like, it has oh. really rich, deep complexity to it. And it's just a big, fascinating world of flavors that, uh, I don't know, I get really, I get, re- I, I much prefer that side of it. I mm-hmm. like, I like the flavors and I like mixing and I like you know, I look at it like, you know, I'm a, i am I like craft beer as well. So that's kind of the way I look at it. You know, you get a, a nice, you know, North coast IPA that's this, that, and the other, and you have these layers mm-hmm. of flavor and i just, uh, I really like it, find it really rewarding.
1: Yeah. It's, um, there's, you know, it's, I feel like the flavors, even nowadays, like, I don't know if the same guys own Five Ponds that initially did, but I know they took on, like, Villain Vapors and some mm-hmm. of the other flavors on their website, because I still get their emails, but I feel like it's more commercialized now with a lot of the flavoring. I yeah, go yeah. go into a store, and it's all these weird brands, and, you know, they burn out your coils because they're filled <laughs> yeah. with sugar and all sorts yeah, of crap. Yeah, and of
2: yeah, sugar, a lot of sugar, a sweetener, a lot of super sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and those like look those those have their place. They do. Know, they I, I don't do. I try not to to disparage any. No. I try not to disparage any type no. of. No. They're still good. Or, uh, yeah. But I mean, that's for that person to decide if you want to destroy your coils with a really sweet juice every week, you know, right. every few <laughs> days or something like that. Oh, no, like, well, thank like, you. Lesson learned, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I I dabble. I have like a couple different ones that I dabble with. I end up going yeah. back to a menthol, but yeah.
2: Yeah, I was a big menthol. Was one of my first like really favorite vape liquids i want i liked a lot of icy yes me too real cold menthol yeah real cold i'm all over the place now with flavors though the problem is i've just maybe, been vaping maybe i'll so
0: revisit at some point maybe no I'll yeah
2: now. i mean like look, look i don't want you to feel peer pressured you know i'm not i'm not trying <laughs> totally to get you to do. take the cigarette i don't want you to feel I that totally peer pressure <laughs> because stick no, with I what works homo. you know
0: like, <laughs> it's homo i'm yeah. like wait a minute maybe i need to try it again maybe there's
2: something, something like- else out there yeah and and for me like <laughs> liquids for me are sometimes like seasonal in the summertime i like lemonades and berry flavors yeah and me too when it gets colder i go for like uh m turk makes this great like it's called the turkish pumpkin that's just it's so good it's delicious and i gravitate towards like banana bread or tobacco or pumpkins in the fall and stuff like Ooh. that and then christmas you have like peppermint mm-hmm. and you know i i like the seasonal flavorings of, of e-liquids are as you well. a leo uh, no i'm not i'm not
0: okay, okay. i uh, believe I'm it or asking, not i'm in aries okay because leos are so seasonal i'm a leo yeah <laughs> oh, like, yeah <laughs> this guy is totally a leo now <laughs> yeah no
2: i uh, maybe i have leo tendons i've just always enjoyed seasons if we're gonna get off track i grew up in lake tahoe california up in the mountains oh, wow. and so we had nice warm summers by the lake heavy winters where we would go skiing we'd have halloween and fall we had springtime it was like very intense seasons
0: no i'm with you i I grew up in virginia so it wasn't as as intense as there but definitely the Mm -hmm, seasons mm -hmm. were seasons yeah and i miss it terribly terribly
2: yeah i do too Uh, in la it gets really hot in the summer it gets a little chilly during the winter time like i have to put on a hoodie Sometimes, yeah. you know, <laughs>
0: like here. just
1: so, yeah, yeah. Pretty much,
2: but otherwise, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: Ellie, do you have anything else
0: to add or ask? Um. Well, I just, I really appreciate the information. You know, I've sure, been sure. a huge. Um, Screw you, big tobacco! It's all your fault. Right. Like, right. And, yeah. And really, have shed some light on. It. it you, know, you know, it's
2: complicated. It it is, there's nuance to and, it,
0: and yes, big tobacco is a problem. A problem, you know? but you know, I think that it definitely has changed the way I'm looking at the whole picture. The whole, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. And I appreciate that because yeah. you know, hey, my pleasure. I don't want. I want to be mad at the right.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important. I mean, honestly, if you want to be mad at the right people, you can can kind of every advocate that I that I talk to, if you're not on Twitter, I would suggest jumping on Twitter and just, uh, you know, telling your story. You both, uh, you know, I don't want to pigeonhole you, but you both have very compelling stories and very pleasant, you know, motherly, (laughs) like affectionate, warm, you know. Real stories of I used to smoke a shit ton of cigarettes, you know? Yeah. So getting out there and telling your story, I think is, is one of the most critical things you can do for vaping. Um, Testimonials are huge. Really all of this. I don't want to say all of it. I'm going to say like 90% of this is directly related to Mike Bloomberg philanthropies, Mm. Mike Bloomberg philanthropies funds to campaign for tobacco free kids who are the lobbying organization to the FDA. They okay. crafted the 2009 uh, Family Smoking Tobacco Prevention Act. Uh, they work with Big Tobacco. They work with Mike Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg really has a very moral uh, 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 problem with, with nicotine consumption in general. I don't know if you remember when Mike Bloomberg was the mayor of New York. He tried to ban large sodas. Mm -hmm. Everyone called him Nanny Bloomberg. Yeah, Yeah. He has a moral objection to lots of things. Yes. And nicotine Mm -hmm. use is one of them. And he, with a burning passion, hates big tobacco more, I think, than he hates actual tobacco. Yeah. (laughs) He just hates big tobacco, feels they're untrustworthy. And he, in 2019 made a big press release and said he was donating hundred and sixty million dollars to fight flavored vaping.
1: Wow. Wow. Oh.
2: So that's where all of this retaliation is coming from is it can be kind of narrowed down completely to the Mike Bloomberg Philanthropies camp.
0: Okay. Good to know. Unfortunately
2: yeah. they fund you know they fund philanthropy in uh other countries. Uh they just got vaping banned in India. And they're very, they're very proud of that. They tried to get vaping banned in the Philippines and then got caught. And then the Philippines turned around and legalized and regulated vaping. (laughs) Mm. So they're trying to uh, rid the world of the evils of nicotine addiction.
0: There are so many things to focus on yeah oh my
2: good lord <laughs> like right? that makes me right? sick
0: that yes. amount of money
2: what it could do oh. i know 160 million dollars and here's you the know problem many rehabs
0: that could build yeah you know mike bloomberg could get sober mike I mean,
2: bloomberg just... could have said homeless veterans mm-hmm. not on oh my, my watch yeah boom done instead of i'm going to spend 160 million dollars for my moral obligation to your nicotine use yeah, yeah. unreal Mind your business. Yeah, exactly. That's what I say too. Mind your business.
0: How about you, Jenny?
1: No, I'm. i I think I am good. Thank you, Nick. I appreciate. Oh, we really pleasure. do appreciate you really, coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look,
2: anytime I can proselytize the good word of vaping, I will.
1: And we will definitely put all of your links in our show notes. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, obviously send me a link to your podcast, this podcast, because I'll I will. promote it too, you know.
0: Like Absolutely. Absolutely. Of yeah.
2: Of course. Of course. All right. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> keep,
0: keep vaping. Keep updated. Yeah, keep I a, will. Keep, and keep vaping. Keep fighting. Keep yes. fighting the good fight. Keep fighting. Yes, <laughs> right. 100
2: <100%. laughs> percent
1: Absolutely. All right, folks. Well, you can find Nick at Grimgreen.com. It's G-R-I-M-M-G-R-E-E-N dot mm-hmm. And I will uh, as I said before, his links will also be in the show notes. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Thank we you appreciate all. it.
2: My pleasure.
0: What a nice guy. And mm-hmm. the information was just incredible. You know, it's one of those times where, you know, I, you know how I am. I try, especially yes. politics, I try to be <laughs> informed. I really don't want to be that a-hole that is just running my mouth because I heard something or saw one thing or, you know, whatever. So I really yeah. appreciate, I felt I really did learn Things and my I, Me my too. thoughts were not in the right place, and my facts were not correct. You know, so
1: mine either. And I read up on it.
0: So I really like that I learned something. You know, especially about where. And let's just did we? So were we talking about Bloomberg? During
1: yes, we passed, were.
0: But what he just brought up about yes, um, pave. So he mm-hmm. off. You know the podcast. Once we stopped recording, he informed us that there was a group that was essentially made up of moms called Pave, which is Parents Against Vaping and E Cigs, E Cigarettes, Electronic Cigarettes, whatever. Yeah, whatever. yeah. And essentially, they're funded by Bloomberg also, and they their whole shtick is to rid the United States of vape vaping. Um. And their, their whole, you know, the reasoning behind it is to save children. And because it's moms, you know, and there's, you know, and, and maybe they really believe this. But the the idea that's out there is, which I didn't realize how deep it ran, but it's this notion that it's only kids vaping. And it's such a right. small amount of kids that are actually vaping if you look at the statistics.
1: And it's really people that are our age, because we are the dumbasses that didn't know any better and were able to buy them? I, I used to buy go buy cigarettes for my mom. She used to hand me five bucks and say, hey, go get me five packs of cigarettes. I was 10 years yeah. old. So it wasn't really until the last 15 years or so that they started cracking down on it.
0: I agree with him. We really need to make a commitment to trying to get our stories out, finding out, you know, wherever yeah. we can. I mean, obviously we have a podcast. So. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know we, where need we need to would speak up. <laughs> but I liked what he was saying about like I'm not even on Twitter. I know you are. I don't know what it yeah. is with me and Twitter. I I just it's <laughs> never been attractive to me for some reason. Um but you know, he was saying that that's a good platform, but I'm sure anywhere, you know, but yeah, yeah. I think we are doing some small part <laughs> with the podcast. Mm-hmm yeah i guess i will give us a little pat on the back but i really i really hope people listen to this one out of all the ones we've done i think this is this is a absolutely. one of the best ones it's the, yeah. it's the most one of the most important ones i think yeah
1: i agree i agree
0: what's your thoughts
1: i everything you just said
0: Oh, yeah. and I, I once again, hats off to you pioneers because some of the shit you guys <laughs> had to go through to figure this shit out. I had, I had an, I had an
1: e sig mod that was made out of an Altoid Jesus can,
0: Christ.
1: and it, and and somebody gave it to me that I didn't make it myself. That they, that came in my store. They would run the wires through it, hook the batteries in, and it screwed on. It was it was awesome. Wild, I mean, wild. of course. You all looked at me crazy when you met me because I had, you know, I was like Brad and the Cloud Lies, <laughs> as everyone says me with my flavors. But, you know, yeah, it's it's it was the vape, the vape conventions. They were amazing. Wow. And I used when I owned the store, I used there was a there was a group in Bradenton, Sarasota. It was, you know, this like Sarasota Vapes, I think it was called or something like that. And it was a Facebook group and they'd meet up once a month at the bars and, you know, just... You talk and commute, you know, communal. Just show their stuff and who who got this liquid liquid from that comp this company, and you know, look at this tank and look at this one doesn't leak and blah blah blah. Yeah, I appreciate.
0: I mean, I because I don't think about you know just like anything, the people that got it going and started it, you know, I'm grateful. It's you know, by the time Justin and I were doing this, it was all figured out. And yeah. granted, he still is the one that does everything. I mean, I could do it. Like if I had to change my coil, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, but I somehow I, I trust him more. Him. Yeah, he enjoys and it. And I will say, he would have probably enjoyed that phase of trying to yes. invent and figure out, and you know, because he's that's his brain. You know, me, I'm like, yeah, you know, no, give me the easiest shit possible. But um. You know, I'm, I didn't realize. I guess I always thought that it just, they just, these things kind of just showed up, but everything was good. <laughs>
1: yeah no back when i had the store also and and like the he said the e-cig forum there would be people sharing recipes and people would ask come and ask me can you get me can you get me like a gallon of nicotine and i would order it for for them and they because they would make their own flavors and they would dabble and all sorts of stuff it was amazing of course i never made my own liquid because i was afraid of the chemistry in it and maybe killing someone with too much nicotine um I Would buy my liquids in bulk and rebottle them with our you know labeling, yeah. So, uh, check out the show notes. I'm gonna put Grim, I'm gonna put Nick Green's um information there. He's got a really good YouTube channel, and if anything, follow um cas C A S S a.org it'll be in the show notes it's consumer advocates for smoking cessation products something like that anyhow um thank you for listening if you've made it all the way through and uh check out our website again for um new merch we've put some on Instagram and um, we've, we also have some stuff on there that not necessarily have our branding. Well, it'll have a little somewhere, but um, that way, you know, we've got some catchy stuff. Anyhow, thanks for listening. I've lost Ellie to sound in technical difficulties. So I know she says goodbye also. And thank you for listening. Take care.